Uh, my name is Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business had necessarily endless amounts of budget to spend and have content created for them on a regular basis by agencies like us. So I wanted to still help them. So what can I do to help? I sat down. I came up with a process. It was kind of bastardizing lots of stuff other people had been talking about, stuff I talked about myself for years. Called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a book. It went to number one. You can still get hold of it now. And it takes you through from everything that is marketing planning right through to podcasting and all the stuff that happens in between. And it's basically about making your content work harder for yourself. And that's what these lives have been about all the way through lockdown, probably back through the next lockdown that we're about to drop into. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen, but you just never know. Um, and yeah, just trying to help you get onto that content creation journey. Start making stuff yourself for free. My favorite four-letter word, especially being a Yorkshireman. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Uh, and speaking of being a Yorkshireman, why don't I speak to a fellow Yorkshireite? Uh, we've got Ed, who's joining us this morning. Morning, Ed. Afternoon, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, it is, isn't it? Afternoon. Um, so you've been on the podcast before, but for those of people who are watching right now and they've no idea who you are, what it is you do, just uh, spout a bit about yourself. Yeah, well, it's true. I am a Yorkshireman. That was a, a lovely introduction, Simon. Thank you very much for that. Uh, but now I, uh, I studied sports journalism at university for three years, um, and alongside it, I uh, uh, was running my own brand called All Things Leeds, which is basically just a... Uh, a Leeds United fan channel news output, really. So we just inform fans of um, of, of what's happening at, at Ellen Road. And, uh, yeah, we do have our, pod, our own podcast, got our own website with our own blog, uh, do YouTube videos, uh, and that's really taken off, actually. I launched it in 2017. And yeah, it's doing quite well. So, um, so yeah, happy with that. Uh, now, obviously, I just graduated university, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to get, you know, some work out there, get my name out, name out there. So, um uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough world out there right now with all the coronavirus. So, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone's uh, doing all right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was going to ask you. How, how was graduation? Because I don't know anybody who, apart from yourself, who's graduated this year. So how how did the university handle that with you guys? Or have you had a ceremony at all? Or No, no, no ceremony at all. They were trying to hold off for one, but I, I don't think a ceremony is going to happen anytime soon, especially now with uh, coronavirus cases going up and, you know, this six-month plan that the government's got in place. So I don't think... Uh, uh, graduation ceremony is going to happen this year anyway. Uh, I don't even know if there's going to be one next year, which is uh, quite sad to be honest, you know, because uh, yeah, some people at university was on course with who, you know, the last time I saw him was in March and I never yeah. knew that it was going to be the last time. So it is quite sad. And, you know, it was a bit difficult, you know, to, uh, to you know, finish the course without going into university, getting, you know, some one-on-one -on -one help. It was all remote. So that was a bit difficult, but, you know, Got it, got it finished to the end, which I'm pleased about, and uh, got got the uh, degree, which is all that matters. Brilliant, and that's that's the main thing as well. So you are now a qualified journalist, and you can go out <laughs> into the world and write about all things journalism and all things news and all things COVID. Um, so <laughs> obviously, Leeds United. Last time we spoke, they were still in the Championship. Yep. They're now in the Premiership. Um, and you've been watching the lives on a regular basis, taking things away and, and implementing stuff yourself. How have you? Do you think social media's helped the podcast grow? Because the podcast's grown quite nicely. Uh, do you think social media's helped with that? Or do you think the fact that Leeds have now bumped themselves into the premiership? Or do you think it's a good amalgamation of everything that's kind of helped 
bring what you do as a brand to the forefront and make people aware of who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, well, I certainly think that being in the Premier League has, you know, got a lot more eyes on on things of, you know, Leeds United playing well in the Premier League this season. So yeah. a lot more people are taking notice. And yeah, I mean, Premier League is, you know, it's a global league. Still Liverpool. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, the Premier League is, you know, I mean, 7-2, Simon, come on. Uh, you know, the Premier League is it's a global league. It's, it's worldwide. You know, everyone knows it. So, you know, people are going to take interest. And when Leeds United are getting decent results against Manchester City, then people are always going to look at that and, you know, and and look, see if there's any content creators, get some get some of their thoughts. Because I watch other, you know, sports fans create content, you know, Birmingham City fans and Norwich City fans. Are, you know, I watch a lot of other content creators who, who support different clubs just to get, you know, some fan opinions. So if you like football, then, yeah, why not? But obviously social media it definitely does help the growth uh, 100%. You know, there's... No, no one would have been able to find it without some sort of advertisement on on social media, uh, not at all, really. So, uh, yeah, social media is a key part in getting in getting people, you know, to 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 see it and and to look at it and think, all right, I'll, I'll give it a listen because you can easily just go into a podcast platform and search Leeds United, you know, Leeds United podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, it may come up there. But you know, unless you've actually seen something about it and you know you've been recommended it by people, and then. Yeah, you're not going to just listen and listen to an hour of a podcast you've never even heard before. So yeah, social media advertising on there is definitely a definitely being a key thing. And do you, do you think it's opened any doors? Have you had anything new happen within the podcast, like interviews with people working at Leeds and that kind of stuff? Do you think that's open? It's opened a few more doors, especially with lockdown and people not being able to play and then not being able to have crowds watch the matches they're kind of wanting to reach out and touch the community a little in slightly different ways now are they they reaching out to people like yourself and other creators more often uh yes certainly yeah i've been asked to to go on a a few um you know um just help out with with some other uh people's uh you know content and and their work Mm -hmm. as well so um and, and also you know for those as well you know ex-players they're all stuck at home now so that you know they're, they're wanting to just talk about stuff with with other people so yeah. it, it, it has opened a few doors to getting some some more people on you know I, i've got Streamyard, which is the software you're using right now simon and uh yeah it's very good definitely worth the money if, you, if you're gonna live stream and, and use it a lot it's definitely worth the money it is quite expensive mm-hmm. but it is worth yeah. it if you're going to use it um and yeah that's enabled me to do you know much better live streams after each game which you know i can bring on other people onto it you know when legion united got promoted i did a two-hour long live stream and wow. got all kinds of fans onto it i got a guy called andy mcveigh also known as the bailey banks who does a lot of legion united artwork uh, around the city and he's you know he, he's got a, he's got a big following so <clears throat> i got i got a lot of fans on the live stream so that's opened a few doors to you know people because people are you know that most of the time, majority of the time, they're just stuck at home and they just want to talk with yeah. some different people. And so, yeah, it has opened to a few, you know, a few doors of you know, bringing other people onto the podcast, but then also me being asked to 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 help out with other people as well. And do you think that you would maybe do more of that? Because obviously, that's a great way of collaborating, getting more people. I've, I was just chatting to somebody this morning about it. Collaboration, especially at the start of hair brand at the moment, but at any point in the brand, it's a really useful tool. You collaborate with other creators but also getting other people onto your podcast so that they can go hey guys i was on ed's podcast talking about xyz ellen road being crap and we need to new have a new stadium or <laughs> i don't know but you, you know i mean so do, do you think that will kind of help and maybe do more of that kind of stuff in the future 
Yeah, I mean, collaborations are, are very important, especially if you're wanting to grow. You know, you, you can reach out to people who have a bigger following than than you. Obviously, not you know, not not take the piss, but obviously, you know, with them being on your platform, it will help the growth somewhat. So, uh, yeah, it's always good to to make friends with other people in you know in 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 the market and yeah, collaborate with people. It's very important, and uh, yeah, definitely with you know over live streaming capabilities now, it's um it's very useful tool to have now and, and especially going forward i will certainly be uh be looking to do more live streams you know if i'm able to go in, back into the radio studio at any point and record a podcast i'll still be doing i'll still be doing stuff remotely so um uh you know de- definitely uh yeah has opened uh, a few more doors to being able to you know th- there's other ways now to, to interview people you don't have to go and meet them there, yeah. there's a way of just meeting up on online and recording something yeah definitely definitely um so congratulations are in order you just won an award. Uh, tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, I did well. Um, I knew nothing about it, really. So basically, in the third year <laughs> of... the uh, best awards, yes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, the third year of university, we had a, a module where we had to, um, you know, uh, launch our own brand, our own website, do blogs, do videos, and just build a portfolio, basically, for when we leave university. And I already had my all things leads that I launched in 2017. So I thought, well that's perfect. I can just, you know, put that forward and I can spend more time and put more focus into something that, you know, I love doing and I've been doing for, for many years. So, uh, that, that was very exciting for me. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that whole project, uh, went into, um, went into a competition, which I knew nothing about. And basically the Yorkshire Evening Post, a very big newspaper, uh, here in uh, Leeds and in, and in Yorkshire, um, they had a, a little competition with, um, so, yeah, university students like myself who did my kind of module, just you know, running their own website. Uh, yeah, they, they picked out the best ones. Uh, I was in the top five and ended up winning the, the whole entire thing, which was a really nice surprise. I just got an email one day, and I think it was September, uh, just saying I'd won this. I'm going to get a certificate. I'm going to get an article written about me in the YEP, and um, I'm going to get a week's remote work experience. <laughs> so that was a very nice surprise. So, uh, uh, so yeah, that, that that was very cool. And yeah, yesterday. Uh, got a got an article written about me in the YEP, which is just insane. I'm not sure. It's not going to go to the top of the website. Let's just get that out there. But it's certainly <laughs> very cool, very cool to look at. And it's certainly, you know, people who will read it, they'll, uh, yeah, I've already gotten a few more new followers. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, a free advertisement. And, uh, yeah, get, get, my, get my name out there as well, which is great because it is a tough world out there with, with jobs. So, you know, the more things to put on the CV and show employers, and then, yeah, the, the better. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so I'd, have you done the remote work experience with the Yorkshire Evening Post yet as well? Yeah, I did it two weeks ago. Uh, got, you know, getting loads of articles out in that week and I got some really good feedback as well. So that was very cool. So, uh, yeah, definitely will be doing some more work experience at the YEP and hopefully something comes of that. Uh, but, yeah, right now I'm just doing as much work as I possibly can, really, volunteering, uh, obviously continuing with the uh, All Things Leeds website and, uh, yeah, just trying to get as much work out there as possible and hopefully something uh comes up with that but uh yeah along, alongside as well i'm doing a teaching degree which i think will just be really wow. good and useful to have because i was always going to do a teaching degree and i thought well there's barely any jobs at the moment so i thought well better time than ever yeah yeah exactly so yeah uh get getting a teaching course uh get me next year sorted and then next summer hopefully there's there's uh a lot more options out there for me so um uh so yeah just 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 cracking on <laughs> <laughs> just doing your thing um so i don't want to go too dark and too deep into this but in the past when i've been going live obviously you've asked questions about those times you don't want to be on social media you just want to step away and kind of just clear your head you kind of yeah. 
dark clouds kind of thing. Um, and we've all had that over the last few months and stuff. Um, so what have been your struggles with social media, especially over lockdown, because it's been a very difficult time? Yeah, it has. I think just seeing, you know, other people, um, you know, just just having just having fun and you're you're still stuck at home really that that's been a big thing you know you also get caught up with numbers i, I know that you I, I try not to focus on numbers but if mm. if all you're doing you know is, is just you know doing social media and and everything because that's the only thing that, that you're able to do and then you do get caught up in, in all the numbers and if you're not getting good good enough numbers then uh it can you know it can it can affect you badly so yeah it, it's it's been tough uh, during lockdown and you know over the years as well just for social media in general and i think that it is good to just take some time away from uh, social media every now and then you know take a, mm-hmm. take a week or two away from it and, and just you know recharge your batteries refresh your mind you know take a little break go on a few walks and uh yeah just 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 refresh really i think it's important to do that from time to time yeah and but do you then when you do step away because one of the things i say about is being prevalent even when you're not able to necessarily be there do you spend time go, right, okay, I'll sit down with Hootsuite, Buffer, whatever it might be. I'll schedule a bunch of stuff. It might not be as much as I would normally put out, but I will schedule a bunch of stuff to go out so that I've still got that relevance. People always say, "Oh, well, if somebody's going to forget about me within a couple of weeks, then so be it. And I'm like, well, but that's not how you keep building a brand. So yeah. do, you, do you try and still stay relevant in that way, even though, like I say, it's not organic and it's not you necessarily reaching out to people, but still schedule stuff? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I schedule as much as much as I can, really. Um, you know, even if I'm if I'm active on social media. Obviously, with you know, uh, being a, a news outlet source uh, of Leeds United, it's quite hard to, just to take you know a few weeks off. So I, I will just now and then, if if you know a big big news story has happened, I will go make a make a, a Photoshop file of you know picture of, of the news and just stick it out, and then that's it, and then go away from social media again. So uh, I do need try keep on top of it as much as possible, but um, yeah, mostly I just uh, I just uh, schedule things and 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 uh, yeah, see see when they go out, and then when I get back to social media, just just see how they did. But um, uh, but yeah, definitely definitely scheduling things is is a big help. And uh, obviously, I'd, I'd probably go to someone like you as well if I was going to take you know maybe a month off social media. I'd mm. probably go to someone like you and say, all right, this is the kind of stuff I want to put out. What will you be able to do it for me? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've um, if you've been watching the, the the interviews I've done. I'm trying to do regular ones on a Wednesday, um, and I was chatting to um, a guy called Skinny Jean Gardner the other day. He was um, the former gardener on Blue Peter and stuff, um, and really interesting chat. And one of the things he's done, I was flitting through his social media channels the other day, and he's deleted everybody he follows. He literally follows nobody now, so that when he goes into social media, it's purely to do his thing, and then he steps away and goes off and does all his other stuff, um, which I think is quite an interesting way of getting around all the politics and the crap that do seem to keep... Because everyone's going to have differing views about different things, and I've got people... I'm not so overzealous i will delete people just because they think coronavirus is fake or what have you or <laughs> saying saying other things it dep- obviously it depends on what they're saying but um i'm not that way inclined necessarily to uh, to delete is that something you consider yourself maybe is just like removing everybody <laughs> <laughs> no c- certainly not everybody i do from time to time just go go ahead and just unfollow a lot of people who you know i'm not interested in their tweets anymore you follow over a thousand people on twitter i'm sure so that yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how i don't know how you keep up with everything really um 
So yeah, on, on, on the Twitter account, uh, the All Things Leeds, my, my brand, I, I only follow about, you know, 50 people in there or so, uh, just some important people who, you know, you know, if I need to see their stuff, then you know, I, I can always go in there and I can easily find it. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't go and unfollow everyone. I do unfollow some people from time to time, and I don't go on unfollow sprees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, I was like, wow, okay, he literally follows one person. But I, th- I think it's a, it's a really cool way around it if, um, if yeah, it is one yeah, of where people, because you do, you, you go onto TikTok and then you go, I'll just pop up for five minutes and three hours later, <laughs> you still yeah. go um, Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you go, you go onto TikTok at three o'clock for five minutes and the next time you look at the clock, it's six o'clock and you're like, well, why me? <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, so what, what's the future for the podcast then? I mean, we're still in this weird situation. You're not able to get yourself to Ellen Road. So it is the plan to try and, obviously the plan is to grow, but it's the plan to try and maybe get more actual current stuff, starting chatting to like the manager, the players, that kind of thing. I mean, do you think there's that potential on the on the horizon? Yeah, well, chatting to managers and players, I, I think will be quite hard to get. But um, you know, chatting to ex ex players and and ex managers and you know journalists, local journalists, Legion United journalists. Um, yeah, that that's definitely a thing that I've looked at. I'm definitely going to start doing more. Uh, just one-on-one interviews and, ju- and just sticking them out. I'd usually, you know, bring someone onto the podcast, but yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I'd probably start doing uh, doing a lot more of interviews really and sticking them on on the podcast feed uh, as well as just you know on YouTube and Facebook. So I, th- I think that would that would help just sticking some some interviews out just by themselves. Mm-hmm. And do you think the the audio is the big passion, or do you reckon you'll kind of air into the the, the written side of things and go back to your journalism roots a little bit? Yeah, I mean, yeah, vi- video and audio is definitely the uh, you have a big passion, but you know, I, I, I do like writing. No, I am a journalist, so, so I am. I, I, I do quite think I think that I'm a decent writer. So, uh, yeah, I, I do continue with the blog, but uh, mo- mostly for for my brand, it's uh, audio and video. Really, that's the uh, thing that I am uh, that I'm most most passionate about. And it's, I think it's easier as well to advertise on social media your video and audio. You know, in terms mm-hmm. of blogs, you're not going to stick a just a few paragraphs of a blog out on social media and, and say, "All right, go go read it all here." Uh, all you can do is, "All right, I did a piece here about so and so. Give it a read if you want." Whereas with video and audio, you can you know clip things out, stick them on social media, and say, "All right, if if you want to uh, go and watch the full thing or listen to the full thing, then then here here you go. Here's the link." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely, I think uh, audio and video is. Uh, a, a big thing in 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 terms of uh, growing something, you, you know, you, you can easily just get by with a blog. But if if you want to grow your your brand properly, yeah, definitely, uh, audio and video is is a big thing right now. And um, and have you considered spending any money on it? Just not not necessarily on kit and for behind the scenes, but actually getting it out to more Legion United fans. Is that something you've looked at, or are you still quite happy with the organic trickle that's that's coming through? Yeah, I, I've not really considered uh, spending money on on, on advertisements. Really, I, I'm I'm quite content with with you know what what's coming through right now. But you know, if there is a, if there is a point where I do feel as though I need to spend money on on you know maybe a big a big advertisement for yeah on social media, then uh, we'll definitely consider that. And I'd go to someone like you to you know try and get uh, get some ideas of what of, of uh, what what's best to do. Yeah, I mean, if you want to avoid spending money on things, then the key is to is to just keep consistent. Really, I've learned that over the years. You know, in um, so I launched it in 2017, my my channel, and in 2018, I went quiet for about six months. Uh, just uh, did a, a full rebrand of it and uh, relaunched that, which was a, a good idea, and it mm-hmm. took off again. Um, 
Nanosuka a hiatus for a month in the middle of this year. Luckily, it didn't affect anything. Um, I was doing a lot of content uh, in July of when Legion United got promoted. But then uh, I got coronavirus in, in August. And, and Oh, no. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, no, well, I, I'm, I'm fine. So, uh, <laughs> uh, But no, we, we didn't stick out barely anything in, in August. No video or, or, or audio. It was just, um, you know, pictures on online so um uh, so yeah that kind of taking a hit and, it, and uh, i'm in the uh <laughs> i have to re you know regrow it again and, and get my audience back to watching me so consistency is so so important i i've really learned that that consistency is is key very very key you need a co-host so that when one of you can be ill and the other one can keep on going yeah, well, I do have a co-host, but he's not really a you know he's not really a podcaster himself. He, yeah. He's a law student, so um, but he, he's <laughs> the best mate. He's a Leeds United fan, so um, uh, so yeah, I, I wouldn't change wouldn't change my co-host for the world. But yeah, I have brought other people on who can record video and stuff. So um, so I've got them doing doing a few things, but um, yeah, but no, definitely, I mean, co-host is uh, something you you want when you when you're podcasting. I don't know how you do these by yourself, Simon. <laughs> so, so I've just got. I've got a big gov and I can just keep going. And well, Ed, I'm going to let you disappear, but thank you so much for chatting to us. Congratulations on the award. Um, and for anybody who wants to go and check out Ed's podcast, if you're a Legion United fan, if you're a Legion United hater, whatever, he doesn't mind, come and have a watch, come and have a listen. I'll put all the links in the section below after thank you. Uh, the live is finished um, and you can go check him out. And if you run a newspaper, hire him. Yeah, hire me. I'm free. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just go on Twitter. My, my Twitter handle is on the screen. So, uh, yeah, go yeah. and... Uh... Yeah, go and hire me. I do have a few questions, Simon, though. For oh, yeah, podcasting. sure. Go for it, yeah. I was thinking, you know, we're, we're talking about podcasting. Might as well ask you a few questions. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me. So if you edit, if you edit one podcast mm-hmm. perfectly, get rid of all the ums and ahs, would you, would you recommend editing every episode from then on perfectly just to keep consistency? So I'm going to err away from what all the podcast experts say. So there's a lot of experts out there who will say, your podcast has to be, your audio has to be perfect. Take out the ums and the airs because it makes you sound unprofessional and so on. And there's an element of that that is true. Don't get me wrong. If you're sat there and you're like, um, uh, it could be, get a bit annoying if somebody's listening to that. So, yes, you want to edit out that kind of stuff. But does it need to be perfect every time? No, because we're not perfect as human beings. So the, the, the content, I put out isn't always perfect and sometimes I might say the wrong thing or, or what but that's just the error is to human as they say um and yeah I, I just I, I'm not a fan it's nice to have that perfect audio but if you do listen to some of the, the big podcasters the Joe Rogan of the world uh, the Jack Mates the Gary Vaynerchuks the Mel Robbins they're not perfect audio you don't listen to them and not hear them maybe over the word slightly or make a mistake or say an um or an air. So those things are nice to remove, but it's a lot of hard work. For, you do a one-hour podcast, for example. Like the other day, I did that video with Alan. He came on last Wednesday. We talked about YouTube for an hour and seven minutes. If I went through that and removed every um and it would take me hours. So even as an editor, and I class myself as a fairly skilled editor, it would take me a long time to go through and edit that audio and make it sound right so they didn't jump and glitch. Nobody's got time for that. You're trying to build a brand. You're trying to build a business. So, no, absolutely not. It doesn't. If you've done it once, you don't have to do it every single time, but it's a nice to have. If you go, you know what, I've got a spare few hours, just do it. 
and it's a nice yeah. to have. But you probably won't notice any difference in the retention or the, the the number of listens that you get or the number of views if it's a video because they're there for the value that you've got to give. They're there to listen to you talk passionately about Leeds United. They're there to, to listen to me talk passionately about social media and video. They're not there to go, oh, this dickhead's just gone air seven times <laughs> in, in a 30-minute podcast. It, it just it doesn't matter to people at all, I don't, I don't, I don't think. So um, if you get further down the line and you've got millions of pounds to spend and you go, you know what, I'll have a team who will edit this for me every time, fine, yeah, go ahead and do it. But right now, the most of the people I'm talking to right now on this on this live and yourself were small, solopreneurs perhaps, um, and you just don't have the time to do that. You're trying to step away from doing too much social media and concentrating on it too much. So yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's essential. Yeah, is that something you do though? If if someone wanted their podcast edited, would 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 they be able to go to you? And, and... oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we can do it. It's but um, I do I. I, I class myself as a bit more of an honest marketeer. So I will tell people what they need to hear and what they need to have. So if somebody's absolutely adamant, then we'll do it. But I'll probably try and push them away from doing it because <laughs> it, it, it seems silly because obviously I'm turning down work but as a, as a business. But I'd much rather they were creating regular content and not worrying about that perfection. If you get somebody out of that mindset of perfection, then they're going to start creating more, get themselves into a business as a position where they can actually do more and then hire an agency to help them with that, perhaps. Um, but, yeah, perfection's just not important, I, I don't think. it's um, yeah. as, long, as long as the value's in there, as long as that passion's in there, the amount of times you've gone to a talk and somebody's just been dull as dishwater because they're not actually passionate <laughs> about what they're doing. It's just it's making them some money. Um, yeah. So yeah yeah definitely definitely passion is is definitely the way forward i can easily you know if i'm if i look onto a, a video or a podcast and I, I i can easily tell if someone's passionate about the subject or not and if you're not passionate yeah. then i'm not going to listen at all it's nice to have nice equipment like microphones but yeah honestly just just passion and 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 being able to talk about it for, for a long time that's definitely, yeah. a, definitely a big thing um if someone's wanting to do, do you have any tips on perhaps being braver to hand stuff over to an editor if you're wanting video and a podcast <laughs> edited because for me i edit stuff because you know one i want i want it to, to look good but also i'm not really like that that yeah. confident with handing just raw footage over to an editor <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean i'm not confident in just handing over raw footage to an editor and, and letting mm -hmm. them you know crack on with it so have you got any tips for that I think it's a case of just saying, right, we're going to bite the bullet and do it and just pay once or twice or what have you. Uh, a good example, George Benson. So George had never had anybody edit his content before. And basically, we just said, look, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to edit your FIFA videos. And it was a learning curve for both of us. I was like, look, I've never done it before. I am a good editor, but I've never done that type of content before. I'm going to need you to steer me in the right direction a little bit. And as long as you've got an editor who's open to advice and, and criticism um and that's really important you've got to be open to criticism because it's not going to necessarily be perfect straight away but so with george he was like okay can you change this oh my camera move my camera in picture in picture wasn't in the same place can you make sure that it's in the same place okay yeah not a problem i'll make sure i've got marking so that i know it's in the right in the same position every single time and i had four different camera positions for it to be picture in picture and full size and all that kind of stuff so it's a learning curve for both sides. And I think I think as long as you go into it that way, thinking 
this might not be perfect the first time, but they've seen enough of my content to get an idea of what it needs to be like. And that's another thing is you need to make sure they've seen your content. It's not just, yes, I'll take the work, and they've never seen a thing that you do. They need to understand what your brand is, who you are, how you present, all that kind of stuff. As long as they've got that background enough, then it's just going into open-minded of, it might, it probably won't be perfect the first time, but um, definitely dive in there, give it a go, be open to paying, um, and just be open to the fact of, I'm trying this out. Simon, I'm trying this out, but I'm also trying it out with a couple of other editors, and I'm going to see who I work the best with. And then, don't, go, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to pay you for your time, but it might not be an ongoing basis, but one person out of the three is going to win a year's contract or something. Um, and that way you kind of you get to see how different people work as well because you don't know how yeah. you don't know how I work. You watch my content, you like that, you like me, but you still might not like how I work. So um yeah, that's how I how I would approach it is is remove yourself from the product a little bit and of well, I can do it perfect because that's what I want, and go, right, okay, let's see what they can bring to it, and also have somebody who's open to being that little bit of criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, and one last question about podcasting, uh, mm -hmm. podcast logos and artwork, uh, if people are launching oh. a podcast. They may be thinking, Oh, what, what, what needs to go in it? What, what do I need to do? What, what, what tips do you have for, for what goes in the podcast logo and, and artwork? What, you know, why, what's so important about it? How important is it? And, uh, I mean, would you recommend going to graphics designers to get it done or just having a crack yourself? I did. There are things you can do yourself. It's a bit of six and one and a half dozen of the other. Do you have the budget? Try to air away from things like Fiverr if you possibly can do, unless you're paying for the, the higher end kind of stuff. Definitely stay away from Bark. I'm not a big fan of Bark and that kind of platform. Um, basically, it's it depends on what the podcast's about. In your case, there's you and there's your co-host and there's Leeds United. So you kind of want to treat it the same way as you would a YouTube thumbnail. Um, and this is something I've been so lazy with doing myself in the past, and I've started doing that a lot more now, which is why I've got specifically designed thumbnails, which I've designed myself, but putting um, putting those out. So, um, so yeah, so basically I would say give it a go. Um, put yourself in there. Put your co-host in there. Faces always perform nicely and really, really well. It's also gives that personal connection between the people who are looking for content, but make it obvious that it's Leeds United. So either have a background that is yellow and blue and white or have the Leeds United badge somewhere within the logo that is easy to, to see um, and make sure that it, it's just really obvious what it is that you're, you're there to talk about. Um, and what I would recommend is having that as your specific logo, but then having something designed slightly similar but that you could bastardize that then you could use as a social media piece of content where you can put the subject matter in about what each podcast is about so you have your standardized one on soundcloud or wherever you you post your your, your podcast which is then feeding out to all these other channels but then you have specific ones that you could come onto twitter and go hi we've got our latest podcast today talking about the opening of the premiership season and how Leeds united are faring up and that then could have the, like a, a thumbnail, an image that would draw people into that content and you could put that onto Facebook and you could put that onto TikTok or onto YouTube communities, which was something I'd completely ignored for such a long time and I was told off for doing the other day. So I've got to get myself onto that. So 
I, I would say have that one standardized one and then have something you can bastardize that you can change that will draw people into the content specifically. Because obviously when you've got it on your podcast, it doesn't change per per episode. On iTunes, I have my I have my face basically. I do need to change it, but on my on, on iTunes, I have my face, and it's my my face on SoundCloud, and it's my face on Spreaker, and it's my face on Spotify, and that's it. If I put a different thumbnail into SoundCloud, which is my feeder channel for all the other platforms, it doesn't change the thumbnail then to something different on those channels. So um, you need some way of drawing people into that content on other platforms as well as having your faces up on, you've got to be happy to stick your faces out there, basically, um, and just have something designed. And give it a go yourself. I mean, you can't yeah. go wrong. If it, if, it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But um, definitely give it a go yourself. Use platforms like remove.bg, where it'll re- give you a PNG version, like I did with the one that I, I did of you today, actually. Let me see if I can pull it up um, to show it. So uh, give me one second. Uh, where are we? Here we go. So this was my, if it's going to open, come on. My computer's really slow. Um, <laughs> so this this was the um, the thumbnail I came up with for today um, to chat with yourself. And here we go, share screen in a second. <laughs> in your own time, come on. This is a riveting TV, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, so this this was the one that I came up with today. Um, and I literally asked Ed to send me a photograph. I took a photograph, dropped it into a template that I have. And and there we have it. That's me, me chatting to or me advertising. In fact, I'm going to chat to Ed. So you could have something like that where you could delete the image of yourself, put your, your, your co-host in there or what have you. And um, yeah. You could have that standardized one, and then you could have one that you could bastardize that would say what the episode's about each time, so you can push that out. Yeah, brilliant. Does that uh, help? That's, yeah, that's very useful. Thank you very much for it. It's a bit, bit convoluted answer, but hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I have to, I have to talk that all on board. Thank you very much for that. Um, also, podcast descriptions. Just one, one final thing podcast no, descriptions. No, if you're putting the podcast on YouTube, should the YouTube description be the same as the podcast description, do you think? Or what should yeah. go in a podcast description? Yeah, absolutely. So you. Obviously, need a good title. You need to describe what the content's going to be about. You need to explain who you are and who your co-host is and what your background is, what your passions are, all that kind of give an insight into yourselves. Then the links need to be in there. Um, and it's the same pretty much with all platforms. Um, you want people to be able to click them. So on YouTube and on SoundCloud and everywhere else, put HTTP colon forward slash forward slash beforehand. It's a pain in the arse. But the link is not clickable if you just go www. It's got to have that in there. Put some yeah. contact details in there as well, because obviously you want people to come and be on the podcast in the future. So you could put in, want to be on the podcast? Email ed at leadspodcast.co.uk um, or whatever your email address would be for it. And people can then get in touch and try to be on it. So yeah, your description is hugely important. Just like meta tagging, metadata, all that kind of stuff on YouTube, as well as, like I say, whatever other platform you use. I use SoundCloud, and SoundCloud give you that opportunity to put in metadata. If they're giving you that potential to do something, it was a bit like um, Alan said last week, do it. Some stuff is more powerful than others, but definitely use all the tools that are there at your disposal because they're just going to help you get your content out there further. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll do. All right, thank you, thank you very much. That's that. I'll take that all on board. That was a yeah, very useful, Simon. Thank you very much. Grant, no worries. Excellent. Well, thanks ever so much for popping on and joining no us. Worries. No and, worries. Uh, it's been a blast. Good stuff. And stay safe. And um, yeah, go and listen to his podcast. Go and check him out. Yeah, go on, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Thanks a lot. Ed. Take care, mate. You too. Um, so there you go. Uh, having a chat with Ed. Let's have a quick um, peek. See if we've got any questions popped in. Um, oh, here we go. We've got one from Juan uh, KZZ. Um, I'm thinking of starting a podcast, but have no idea what niche I should choose. Find your passion is all I would say. Juan is um, you've you've got to you've got to find your passion. What is it that you love doing? What is it that you've got a real passion for? Are you into athletics? Are you into football? Are you into conkers? Are you into marbles? Are you into books? Are you into comic characters? Whatever it is that you have that huge passion about, start creating a podcast about that. Don't expect millions of people to come and listen straight away, but make sure you're letting people know all about it. But talk about your passion. Talk about what it is that you care about. I talk about social media and video because I care about it. Um, I've thought massively about bringing back a podcast I used to do about track and field called Out the Blocks. And I'm thinking more so about that and bringing that back because I'm a huge passion about track and field and athletics and being a former athlete. I want to talk about that. So what is your passion, Juan? That's all I want you to do is think about. Scribble down some ideas. What is your passion? And go, right, okay, yeah, I like this. I like that. I like the other. And then what would you like to create content about? Well, it's that one right there. Circle it and create content about that. That's what your passion is. Far better off creating content about something you give a shit about than creating content about something that you're just creating content because you've seen it trending and you know it's going to perform well. Because you're going to get bored. You're not going to enjoy creating that content. The audience are going to sense that as well. And you're going to end up in a situation where you're creating content you don't care about to an audience who aren't there, and you're just going to stop. But if you're creating content about something you're passionate about, you're going to be more willing to keep going, keep pushing through. Just like Ed, he just keeps pushing through. He's got a passion about Leeds United, and so he keeps creating that content about Leeds United because he wants to talk about it. He's happy to step in front of the microphone with his co-host and chat about Leeds United because that's their passion. So find your passion and talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Okay, right. We've been going for nearly 40 minutes. I need to go and get some lunch before I have a meeting this afternoon. So I'm going to say thank you very much for watching. Uh, there have been some other questions that have come in. I will hit those on Friday, I promise. I don't know what time I will be live on Friday because obviously it is Daddy Daycare Day. So he'll be asleep at some point and then I will go live. But until then, thank you very much for watching. If you're brand new, please do hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you're watching on. Make sure you go and check out Ed's stuff as well. I'm going to put the links to all of his stuff in the section below on every single channel that you're watching on right now, Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'll put all these details out there so you can go and take a look, especially if you're a Leeds United fan. And until Friday, as always, please continue to stay safe. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.